AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Today on the Aviation Pros Podcast, we speak with Levi Stockton, president and founder of Advanced Air LLC and Jess Center Los Angeles, about how he and his team at the FBO are getting ready for Super Bowl 56 to be held at the nearby SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Just under a year away, Levi walks us through how they're currently preparing for the event, what challenges they are anticipating moving forward, and what influence the pandemic is having on all of it. Enjoy. Well, Levi, thanks again for taking the time to chat with me this afternoon. Probably the best way to start is just to give our audience a little bit of background. So can you start by telling us um, just a little bit about Advanced Air and Jet Center Los Angeles? Yeah, well, thanks uh, Thanks for taking the time and, and having me. Um, Advanced Air and Jet Center Los Angeles, we're based at the Hawthorne Airport uh, in Los Angeles. So we're three miles southeast of LAX, and we're uh, right next to the new SoFi Stadium. Uh, we have a, uh, a charter company that does kind of a, a mix of, of different types of flying. We have scheduled service, uh, we have on-demand charter, and we provide air service for several brands uh, like Surfair, uh, Taos Air. Um, when JetSmarter was around, we used to do a lot of their shuttles on the West Coast. So kind of a mixture of, of flying with a, with a mixture of, of a fleet. Uh, a lot of turboprops, some mid-sized jets, um, some, some larger cabin like Challenger 300s, and then we top out with uh, uh, 30 passenger dornades for some of the ski resorts like uh, Taos, and uh, we'll be doing Mammoth this, this winter as well. At Hawthorne, we have a pretty big footprint here. We have a, a, um, a partnership with the city of Hawthorne, and we have the master lease on the airport. So we control pretty much everything but the runways and the taxiways here at Hawthorne. And <clears throat> since having that, we've developed over 200,000 square feet of hangar space and, uh, and improved any existing building, um, you know, adding hangar doors or power and redoing the roofs and so forth. So uh, really excited for, for the new stadium coming in next door and, and, and what, it'll, what it'll bring in, in the future. Yeah, and speaking of that stadium, um, you're anticipating or you're getting ready for kind of next year's Super Bowl. So can you tell us just what it is you're anticipating um, with that event from both your air charter and FBO side? Yeah, I guess uh, the question is we don't really know. We have some thoughts of what it's going to bring. Uh, we, we thought we would have a little bit of idea of, of the traction, you know, this year with the stadium opening. But with COVID, uh, you know, they, they had, a, you know, any event that was there uh, had, had no fans. So uh, we anticipate the airport being uh, at capacity uh, and, and as at the point of turning people away. Um, I remember when there was a Super Bowl in, in the new Levi Stadium in San Francisco, there was uh, reservations all the way up to Santa Rosa, um, so we anticipate that in the in the LA basin. You know, a portion of our business it, we we do a lot of events and, and film shooting, so we already have people requesting our hangars to do some events surrounding by the, uh, surrounding the Super Bowl, uh, and we're we're really 
meeting now on, on weekly meetings to see what our capacity is, how many airplanes we can get here, what the staff is going to be needed to support those airplanes, and then kind of back it into a, to a budget to figure out how we're going to make this all work. And I know you mentioned that there are still a little some unknowns out there around this, but uh, just how long have you been planning for it? You know, we started talking with, you know, the FAA a little bit and NBA about uh, probably about a year ago. And it, a lot of things slowed down with COVID, so you know, we've been spending the time on it. But in the last, I'd say, 90 days, we've been, we've been, been ramping up and, and back on more of a, a weekly schedule. Our team's reaching out to um, Florida, to, you know, FBOs down there to get their experience from this recent FBO. We're leaning on our field provider um, to, you know, any experience they have. Um, we're planning to bring in more fuel trucks. We've recently bought some more tugs, and we're just trying to make sure that we're in a position to really execute uh, when the Super Bowl comes. And getting a little bit broader, um, just what is kind of the greatest challenge when you're preparing for a major event like this? I think it goes back to, to execution. Is you know, I, 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 we have to assume that we're going to be at capacity, and you know, we don't have a huge footprint here, so we want to maximize it, but we also want to provide a really high-end product. So it's, you know, scheduling, you know, what time can airplanes come in, what time can airplanes go out, the service they need, make sure that we have all the equipment. And then, you know, on the bigger side is, is having the personnel. You know, we've never experienced or planned for an event this size. And so we're going to have to bring in support from, from other places and making sure they're trained and, and they know how to operate our equipment. And, and so we, we keep everybody safe and, and provide a, a world-class experience. And you mentioned you're talking to other FBOs that have handled the Super Bowl before and your fuel provider. Um, what's some of the feedback you've been hearing from them so far? You know, it's, it's a lot of the, you know, planning, make sure you understand the slots, uh, you know, expect reservations, you know, starting now, you know, work through, you know, where you're going to put the airplanes, fuel the airplanes the second they get, get there. You know, small things like, you know, get more ice machines, get more tugs, get more GPUs. Uh, so a little bit of everything. And one, one idea we have is, is working with an FBO out in thermal and, uh, and creating a, a drop-off type quick turn. So airplanes can come in quick turn and then they have a reservation out in thermal where they would have rental cars and hotels and so forth for their crew and then, and then vice versa to come back because it's a, a short hop, good weather, long runway out there. So uh, we'll see if we can, we can pull that together. And then when you're thinking about the, the, the crew you need to bring in, the additional equipment, how do you kind of figure out those numbers? Yeah, I think it goes back to we're, you know we're 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 building a, a a footprint of how many airplanes we can get, and then we're going to build a a timeline for each one of those airplanes to come in and out, and then the number of personnel that need to touch each one of those airplanes, and then that's how you back into your slot times, um, the number of personnel you need. Um, you know, as an operator, we've operated in and out of Super Bowls, and we've had you know slot departures at three o'clock in the morning after a Super Bowl, so. Uh, you know, we got to figure out exactly what, what that, uh, that will all entail, and then we'll, from that, just figure out the, the number of personnel we need to support it. So what do you anticipate to be kind of the most challenging day? Is it before the Super Bowl when everybody's flying in, or will it be when they're leaving the next day? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought. I, I think it's going to be coming in because everybody's going to be, you know, there on a, on a really strict timeline to actually, you know, get to the game and uh, and make sure they're there on time. So it's, it's getting them, you know, in and, and, and to, to the stadium. Um, and then I think, you know, we'll have a little bit of time to catch our breath during the game and figure out, you know, 
any areas that we had hiccups. Uh, and then I think on the on the exit, we, we sh- it should be a pretty clean operation, I hope. From the training side of things, is there any additional training that goes in with a big event like this? Yeah, I think there's going to be a decent amount of training from, um, you know, our team. You know, they're used to working a, 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 a smaller ramp footprint. Now we're going to open up, you know, a much larger footprint, you know, working through kind of a command center that's, that's directing certain people. Um, right now, our staff kind of do a little bit of everything. You know, they might move an airplane, fuel an airplane, uh, work, you know, CSR and so forth. And I think we'll have dedicated people, you know, only tow certified people, you know, staff that only works the front desk and verifies reservations. Um, and then some just greeting and bringing coffee, paper, and ice and, you know, helping people get to their car and uh, or rental cars or, you know, uh, uh, transfer, any type of transportation. So, I think breaking it up and then making sure we have the right chain of command to, to operate it all and then really training anyone that we bring in just for the event. We're going to have a, a decent amount of, of training to make sure that, you know, where we plug the, them in. And then just in general, bringing people in from, from you know, to, to help out for this event, just even finding housing for them. It's going to be hard to get hotel rooms. You know, there's going to be a, a lot of interesting challenges and, and I'm sure plenty that I'm not aware of at this point. You mentioned COVID-19 has put kind of a shroud of mystery just on the stadium itself, what your traffic is going to look like. So that's that's one impact you've dealt with. How else is this pandemic kind of influencing your planning? You know, I I feel like this is going to be probably the the biggest event post COVID, and I'm and I say post and with hopes, but you know, it's latest and greatest stadium in the world right now that that still hasn't had a a live event. You know, we're hoping that it will be 100% occupancy during, you know, by the time we have Super Bowl. I think there's going to be a lot of attention to get, you know, for people to come and, and, and experience this. You know, with COVID, we, we haven't really had, you know, any experience even with, with a game or any type of traffic coming in and out or even, you know, driving people to and from the game or, you know, for that matter, the stadium it really hasn't even had any, any fans in it. So it's going to be interesting just to see, you know, what traffic is like on a game day, let alone a Super Bowl and, uh, you know, car traffic and, and, and then air, tra- air traffic. So I, I think COVID just put a pause on a ton of things, and I think there's there's pent-up demand. And, and with this being a huge event, I think it's going to be, you know, really one of the first ones um, of next year, and it, it should be really exciting. And Levi, last question I have for you. Um, what's kind of the next steps for you? How, how are things going to change down the line as planning goes? Yeah, you, we're going to start figuring, you know, taking reservations, um, and figuring out, you know, our, our fee structure and, and our, our planning, um, you know, working through training and, and, and accessing uh, personnel to come to come help. We're working with uh, third-party vendors, you know, to have, you know, maintenance technicians on site if anyone does have any maintenance issues. Um, and then try to do some fun stuff, you know. Let's have uh, some barbecues on the ramp and, uh, you know, some, some good, you know, event-type things to... Uh, entertain the the crews while they're waiting for their passengers and and it's something fun for the passengers to experience when they're coming through our facility. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Aviation Pros Podcast. Be sure to visit aviationpros.com for more stories, breaking news, and expert insight from all around the aviation industry.